I'm still on replay for me. Cat? That's Doja Cat right okay. there. She, she's talented. She that, can sing. That album is, is that still on replay. That's her voice. Mm. No, Doja is that girl for me. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's a vibe. It's just definitely like, ooh. Yeah, it's ah, like a sexy girl. I'm outside. Oh, mm. okay, okay. Okay. Well, hello, hello, everyone. We're outside today on the podcast. <laughs> we outside on the podcast. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I am Erica Mona. And I am Dami O. And this is Cross Cultured. We're back today with another episode. Now back you got me again. singing, saying, talking in that voice. What voice? Ah, oh, ah, oh, ah. Go- <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, guys, <laughs> how are you, Dami? How are you doing? I'm lovely. That's good. That's good. That's Everything's good. a vibe for me. Okay. How's your summer going for you? It's there. Okay. It's beautiful. It's summertime, you know? That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. I'm fine, too. I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. I was going to ask. That. I was letting <laughs> the air breathe. How are you? I'm all right. tired, but I'm good, good, good. I'm Give glad it's summer. Give the people an update. They miss you a little bit. Oh, really? They miss you on the ground. True, true, true. They miss you. Mm, do have not posted in a minute, too. That's true. Come on, man. We follow. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm good people, you know. Just, you know, um, mommyhood and stuff and just working, trying to balance everything together. But, you know, just trying to make this money. I just say trying to get this bag, okay? But, yeah, anyway, but, Dami. How do we like to start? We like to start with the hot topics. Hot topics. Hot topics. Oh, damn. I'm lacking you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, first, first, first on the news. This is this is tragic. Haiti President Jovenel Mo- Moise assassinated an attack on his residence. Um, this happened yesterday. Haiti's president was killed during an attack on his private residence early on Wednesday, actually two days ago. Um, so basically, attacker stormed his home at 1 a.m. and federally wounded the head of state, according to the acting prime minister, who described the assassination as a heinous, inhumane, barbaric act. The first lady was also shot in the attack, and she was evacuated to a hospital in Miami for treatment. And update says that she actually passed away as well. Mm. But this is just... I did not know that we would be in a time, alive in a time where presidents and head of states will 
be assassinated. You know what I mean? Because I know this happened many, many years ago, especially like in African countries, whatever, you know, during war, war and stuff. But to think that this actually happened in today's time and basically they said it was some it was it happened it was foreigners that did it they assassinated um the president like they came in saying that they are the dea america dea and then shot him but how 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 how? that's that's really really wild like for a whole official the whole head of state like how the president the president there are no bodyguards no security yeah why would the dea even just be rolling up in there like that that is completely crazy our prayers are definitely to haiti because haiti just goes through so much as a it does i'm just i'm i'm it's it's that you know haiti doesn't have we know that it's one of the poorest countries in the world okay so we see that they don't have the resources to even protect their president so basically two haitian americans and several colombians among 17 detained in assassination of the president. Wow. Again, there are Spanish-looking um, people. Um, that's what it said. Um, I'm trying to see, what was their plan? I'm, I mean, we know yeah, their plan. It like, was to assess- but I'm just like... like to what's ass- next? Was it to overthrow the country? Was it like, what? Is this to send a message? Was, was this some, like, drug cartel deal that went bad? Yeah, that's crazy. You know, not to be stereotypical, but, you know, it's Colombians, too. Nah, for real. You know what I mean? Like, so, maybe it's over the port like, or something like Something that. like, was the president involved in some drug cartel situation? Okay, Queen of the South. I mean, ha- <laughs> <laughs> that's my show. <laughs> but I'm just trying to think, you know what I mean? Because Haiti is, you know, like, I'm trying to really understand, like, and, you know, God forgive me, but I'm like, that's even the wrong president to go and kill now. We have some right. bad politicians in every other part of the world. Some politicians that we could do without. That we could do without. Not to mention them, but that we could do, do without. But again, you know, um, just rest in peace. We pray for the country of Haiti overall. We pray that things get better. Yeah, um, you know, just we just pray for their family as well. Yeah, mm. that that's really a major loss in um, Haiti. Um, and as we kind of shift to some more unfortunate global news, there has been a string of abductions in Kaduna, Nigeria, um, so much so that they are actually temporarily halting school in Kaduna. Um, what it says is Nigerians are calling for international help on student abductions. Parents of the most recent group of students abducted in northern Nigeria um, are calling for international pres- pressure on the government to help stop a series of kidnappings. Since December, they have seized nearly a thousand students. Um, recently, just two days ago, after gunmen stormed the Bethel Baptist High School early Monday, they abducted at least 121 students. So, this this is crazy. This is like really crazy that. I just can't imagine that pain of sending your child to school in the morning and them not coming home. Yep, this is the 10th mass school kidnapping. I don't understand why this is constantly happening. At this point, I'm beginning to think that the government... the government. I didn't know such a thing as mass kidnappings. Like, wow. Look, I feel like the government is involved because when this happens, the kidnappers tend to obviously ask for some money, okay? Right. They want something in exchange. Now they're saying that the kidnappers are actually asking for food, they're demanding food for the children that they seized. Y'all ain't think about that? It's just like... Y'all ain't think about the kids gonna eat while y'all kidnapped them? Where is Where can they store 121 girls that has not been found? 
You know, they say those girls, like, of course, a lot of them are raped, and now they've turned them into their wives. Jesus, yeah, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so they've turned them into their oh wives, you know, God. so now they're bearing kids, having kids. Oh it's a whole system, G. It's a, it's a whole system. So they say parents of those missing, um, the kidnappers, they promised the kidnappers um, that they'll deliver rice, beans, palm oil, salt. Like, they need food in order to return the kids. So... I feel like they are kidnapping kids to fund their whatever program that they're doing. But you know what I'm saying? The, the terrorist act that they're doing, because it's a terrorist group. So I feel like they're kidnapping kids because in exchange of the kids, they're going to get money. They're going to get food, resources, guns, things of that nature. And that's the only way they could really get it by kidnapping those kids. So they're doing this to fund their terrorist group. And I think the government is involved because there's no way, no yeah. how. This is the 10th mass kidnapping since December, and it's just July. Yeah. There's no way, yeah. no how. Like, the, after the first time, okay, the first time happens. The third time happened? Yeah. Even and then there's no type of real security? How all those girls were taken, what was that, in 2014? Yeah, oh, where it was a big international thing. Yeah. Come on now. This is, this is, this is becoming really, it's really shameful. It's like, yeah, I, I mean, and it's kind of like, what does international help look like right now? What does that look like? Yeah. And, and it's a shame that, you know, we always have to seek for international help for every single thing. Every small problem. For a problem that we cost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a problem that we brought onto ourselves. That's our problem. It's a very internal problem. Like, this is not no earthquake. It's mm-hmm. not no natural disaster. It's like, okay, yeah, we need everybody's help. You right. know, everyone pitch in. But this is something that's happening within our community. It's systematic. Yeah. Okay? That the government could... Take charge of the police are scared of them. It's just crazy that that like there's so much going in Nigeria. You know, right now they're trying to like split up the country to a sense. It's kind of like its own yeah civil tensions going on. It's just a lot. It's serious, man. You know, it's it's so serious. My mom's talking about you know she looking nervous to go to Nigeria, and I don't blame her. G. Yeah, my mom is going next week, and it's definitely mm. like you know. She's covered and stuff, but it's like scary because mm-hmm. it's a thing that they do kidnap people, especially people from overseas. Of course, like kidnapping is a as a source of currency in a sense. Definitely, like they see the smell that oh, you come from abroad, boy. Yeah, Mm-mm. it got help us. Yeah. Like it's taking is honestly is slowly but surely taking away my pride of being a Nigerian. Like that's something oh, I'm so damn. prideful about. But just to hear all these things, it's just like damn. why. Mm. No, that's I don't super, know. Super sad. I don't know. Y'all pray for us, so Nigerians, let's do better. Exactly. What can we do? Remember, when Nigerians know they carry last. Ah, so. we are carrying last. Let's so. not be last. <laughs> we are carrying. We, we are doing horribly. This, the way we are treating our own people. Yeah, this is terrible. Our own women, our own girls. <sighs> anyway, let's talk about other things. So you know, Shakari, we talked about her last week. With the whole Marana issue, and you know, it's it's been officially said that she is not going to participate in the Olympics at all in any of the events. At first, she was like, maybe she's going to be in like in the relay team, mm-hmm. but she's not going to be in any of it. So there was some little Twitter drama going on, and you know, people are thinking, and we think maybe she's beginning to feel herself a little bit, just a little too much, just a little bit. Um, so another um, track star, she did tweet saying it really hurts to see. That so many black people are choosing not to watch Olympics this year. There are so many other black athletes who have put in years of hard work for this moment, myself included. 
you want your support. This is by Gabby Thomas. And it's true, you know. Shakari is not the only black track star, you know, superstar who's right. for you to even be in the Olympics period, you right. are a superstar. Like, you know what I mean? That exactly. is for the tops of the tops of the exactly. tops. You know? Um, and then Shakari also to I guess in her response, she was like, um, the attention that is on track now and was the chance the attention that is on track now is because of a very of very few names so if the fans support lay if this is where their support lay you can't be mad at that she, Girl. she said the fans like she was Nicki Minaj or somebody because yep. if the fans and then she's gonna say athletes that haven't and will never beat me have a lot to say about my situation when most of them have said nothing to me, showing their characters that y'all don't see behind the races. What 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 do you want these to do? What do you, what, you want all of the other tracksters to come rally behind it? Be like, oh girl, poor you, girl. We we all do this thing. We all know we shouldn't smoke weed. Baby, I ain't never care about the girl. Like I'm sorry, I was never team. Oh, she carry, she smoke weed. Let her go. I was like, baby, you know what to do. Like, come on now. Like, okay, yeah, sorry, but. This wasn't even like, because if you recently got tested, bro, that means you smoked recently for it to be. You smoked recently, exactly. For her to be like, oh, you know, it was because her mama died. The truth of the matter is. If she already wasn't smoking, she would have never thought for that to be her first thing. Then I want it would not be the immediate it, coping mechanism. Exactly, thing. you would, it would be whatever you've been using to cope for all these months that you ain't been smoking or whatever. It's like for you to even throw that shade, saying that athletes that haven't and would never beat me. She already beat you, baby, and because she's running and you're not, you uh, lost exactly. And then by doing that, you trying to cause drama. We trying to be like, oh, all all black athletes matter. So is that does that have to be another? Um, hashtag. hashtag all black athletes all track stars matter quiet is kept i felt that the gabby thomas who is the person speaking did not get the attention that she also deserved mm. for qualifying um and and i think that part of that is because she did not fit this quote unquote black girl aesthetic mm, okay and i feel that you know what i'm saying even even gabby Making that tweet, I honestly do feel was somewhat a reaction of that. So it's like, yeah, maybe Shakari isn't a hundred percent off and saying that, like, you know, people feel some type of way because I'm getting a little bit more attention. But I, I don't think what Gabby said was rude or degrading. It wasn't or wrong. rude or wrong. You Be- get what I'm saying? Yeah, it just wasn't. Yeah, because as we know. We, we like to be doing the most on social media. It was a whole movement. Like, oh, my God, let her run. It's a whole hashtag. If you look up that hashtag, let her run, it's millions of people already using that hashtag. You know, making it seem as if she's some big legend already. People you are know so mean? fake So it's like, activism. Of course, we, we still need y'all to watch this shit. We still need your support because it's track is not the only sport. So it's so many other sports. And we did speak, speak about it last week, how... Um, many black girls are, you know, upcoming and they're really winning and doing well in yeah. their events, in their fields. You know what I mean? So it's like, um, yeah, please, you support us. And are we supporting black people or just Americans or just black Americans? Oh, well, that's a whole nother topic, G. Because it's the Olympics. Exactly. That's 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 a whole nother topic. <laughs> but she was tweaking. My point was to say that she definitely she she was tweaking. Yeah, she, and she's officially out. She definitely was not performing like, in the way like, that I can't. I'm trying to imagine, like, does she feel stupid? You know what I'm saying? Like, over, I bet she probably won't look at a blunt the same way ever again her whole life, man. She probably smoking a blunt right now. Like, fuck this shit. Like, at the end of the day, <laughs> fuck said, this shit. I'm going to stop when I got to start training again. <laughs> I know. 
Yeah. I know that's what she's telling herself. Like, it's all like, probably like, just fuck it. Like, at this point, everybody know I smoke. Okay, <laughs> let, let me get high all the way. Like, uh-uh. At this point, everybody know the vibes. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's sad, man. Speaking of the vibes. vibes. <laughs> okay. It's the, Ooh. it's the vibe this summer. Mm. They want to choke us with their sex this summer. Mm. But hold on, you gotta, you gotta let Tams come in though. I'ma tell y'all the truth. If Tams don't come, I don't wanna see it. If Tams don't come, I don't wanna see it. You guys, it's raining. The whiskey tickets are raining everywhere. Girl. Somebody said, what y'all going to do when Pacuruma come on? And y'all was waiting for us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so whiskey is coming to America. Finally. Finally. People actually like don't a, know a the, tour, yeah. the deepness of whiskey not being able to come to America for some time. Oh, that's true. Like He couldn't get a visa for a quick minute. What was that about? That's true. Because I feel like for the past two years, it's been on, like, Bonner Boy vibe. Yeah, because you know Wizkid mean? has not been able to come to America. That's why he's been in London. Yeah, he lives in London. I mean, yeah, that too. But, like, that's why he hasn't toured in America. But anyway, um, I know, um, when when does the concert start? September or August? I believe the first, it's a, it starts in September. Okay, and Chicago is one of the first cities he's going to hit. Yeah, we're, like, September 18th. Are you going? Did you buy tickets? I try to look at the website, but it's just like I ain't stunned. I wasn't motivated. I looked, and it's not that I don't want to go. It's just that I, it's too close to all of our birthdays for me to just. Oh, you get what I'm saying? Like, and then also, if I'm being really real, I'm still waiting on Drake, and I'm still waiting on Rihanna, and I'm still waiting on Nicki, and I'm waiting on Doja Cat. Do you think they're gonna have like concerts this? Who knows? Um, summer fall. I think Drake might have one in the fall. Drake might go touring in the fall. I think that might be pers- probably why he has delayed Certified Lover Boy because his event arena in Toronto is about to open. So I think that he's waiting for all of that to be like one big hmm. pow, pow, pow. I think Nikki has been proving that she is coming out with something soon. Yeah. And she owes us a tour because she delayed her Queen tour, if y'all remember when that happened mm-hmm. with her future thing. And Doja Cat is too on fire to not go on tour soon. Uh, but speaking of WizKid, um, I did try to go to the website, and you know how it was like, you have to put in your email address to see, like, to enter the website. I'm like, I ain't trying to put in my email address. Not that's what stopped you. Uh, that, that really was what stopped me. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I, like, I already have emails from so many random shit. 
you know, trying um, to get those Live Nation. No, but then I know they said tickets are sold out mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. Like tickets are sold out already. I think I saw on Twitter two people were saying that they're resell. People are reselling their tickets for like three hundred dollars. Exactly, it's not that deep for me. Yeah, yeah. Personally, like I would like to see him, but I'm not like super hyped about it. Like if it happens, sure. But then also just seeing how thirsty everyone is, I'm like it's gonna be super packed. Exactly. You and know, you really got to be careful with these international promoter concerts because this ain't the first time. You know, not to to shun people from going or whatever, but don't you remember when, who was that? It wasn't DeVito. It was like, was it Tamaya? It was somebody that came, and it was like, they came, they only did like two, three years. it was hits. like Burner Boy when he first came. Was it Burner Boy's? It was. Yeah, it was It was Burn the first Burn. time. Burn. I didn't go to that one, but when, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, you got to be careful when it's like that much hype mm-hmm. around an artist, especially when people know that you only coming for my one big ass hit. Yeah. They will come and do like, yeah, you know, like Wiz, like we're expecting a huge Wiz Kid concert. At least I am. Like, I I hope it is because the way they're advertising it, yeah. even the website it looks so official, and just even seeing how his concerts are like in London or European countries. Exactly. So I definitely expect the same standard. I hope it's not in some dingy, dingy ass small little exactly. theater and stuff. You know, so I hope it is. You know, really up to part. Like you um, need to start with Don Doll. Then move like I need to like, hear yeah. something from each album. True, Don't true, just true, true. come and do made in Legos for me today. Exactly, and and um, the song he did with Drake, and that's it. Exactly, you know what I mean. So I do hope it's. I mean, it's nice, you know, that he's coming to America. So, y'all watch out for the tickets if you are interested. If you guys are reselling, let me know. But if you're selling it for three hundred, don't. Yeah, please don't come. <laughs> like, don't let me know. Keep that to yourself. So speaking of music, um, so let's later. Let's keep going because it's time for the twerk later. It's time, time for the twerkulator. Y'all know we love our female rap girls. Um, and, you know, City Girls finally dropped the video for Twerkulator. And, you know, this Twerkulator has been just building momentum since, like, January when yeah. it first leaked. Um, so, you know, then, you know, it was TikTok famous, and they finally released it, and they did all it's that. It's a cute song. It's catchy. Yeah. You know, it makes you want to move. It definitely. does. It makes you want to twerkulate. Yeah, definitely. So The, the yeah. video came out. And the video did not do that for it, me. You no, know, it was underwhelming. I didn't. It was directed by Missy Elliott, so it was like okay, because you hear our voice immediately. Um, but I think it was. It gave low budget. It's like they were just advertising products. That's it. Yeah. Like they're aware, like whatever their costumes. It was a lot of product placement, which that's is very really what awkward. it is. You know, from the from the liquor to the watch to the everything to their to, icon swim to the beauty supply store. It was very awkward to see that much product placement in the music. It, it, it was video. a lot. It was because normally product pl- placement, it definitely be like it's not supposed to be bam in your face. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be smooth. Like, like oh, okay. I'm drinking a coke. Yeah, like boom, smooth, smooth, smooth. But it was just bam, bam, all in your face at like, once. But besides that, it was just, you could tell they're not dancers. They oh, tried. They be trying with this choreography, but they, they should tried. let that go. They looked stiff. <laughs> they tried. I think it was too much choreography for them. It was a little too much. I'm like, why y'all didn't just do the little TikTok dance? Why yeah, y'all it doing was all too of much. this? Like, you don't have to, not, you know, you being an artist, you don't have to be able to do every single thing. You know what I mean? Like, y'all ain't Beyonce or Rihanna where you could dance, you could sing, you could move, you could do all that. Because it's a lot. It's like, I think they just should have stuck with choreography that fit them. Yeah. Something simple Something simple. They should have just did the TikTok dance. I don't understand why they went so so far left. They did their entire BET performance yeah. in the video. But I'm happy that it wasn't, like, overly provocative. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, compared to, like, what's that their video that they did with Cardi B? Oh, twerk? Yeah, twer- that, was, that one was a lot. It was it? It was a little bit a lot, because, you know, they had, like, face paint on and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, the on each paint. other. Yeah, I see face paint, body paint, and they were all on each other. 
Um, it wasn't too, too much because now that I'm thinking about Meg the Stallion's video. Uh, but I'm happy that it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't for bearing. It wasn't wow, too you're much. conservative these days. Though. No, it just be like, let it be tasteful now. Let, no, let it be sexy, but tasteful now. Because then it just. No, you know, yeah, oh, I, I will say like, what the hell? for it to be twerk you later, as you said, for like both of the twerk versus twerk songs. It was like they didn't rely heavily on the they twerk. Didn't. They like, didn't, but they could have done better. Yeah. But I'm, that's that. I am proud that they didn't rely on the twerk. Yeah. I think I maybe expected more twerk, actually. Um, I think that it was a, a good amount of twerk. It just was overshadowed by their poor dancing. Yeah. 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 Because, like, if they was going hard, it would have been like, hey. But it was like, hmm. Yeah. It didn't hit. It, it, it wasn't giving at all. You know what's giving? What? This whole lot of money remix would be in Nicki Minaj. Oh, yeah. I saw their little, like, fit, um, Instagram little clip that they did. I'm proud of Bia. I'm super proud. Yeah, like Bia came through. Bia had a really like rough um, contract situation. So I'm not really familiar. I know I know that her her popping song, okay, but I'm not fully familiar with like her career and who she is. So what is the situation with her? So Bia's just you know she's a female rapper. Um, who was she signed to? I forget who she was originally signed to, but it was a thing about her getting out her contract. Um, and it took a minute for her to be able to release music, and then she was finally out. And when she got out, she had that big song with Russ that um, oh, she yeah. got something to go in with when I asked that, oh, that, that's that her. one that Rihanna did the little video to. Uh-huh. That was her on that song. So she's like, she she's not super popular. Like, uh-huh. you know, she's not like a a sweetie or anything, but like she's building her, her clout and her momentum yeah. back up. And she's doing it alone. You know, she doesn't really have all these extra cosigns and all this mm-hmm. other shit that people be I using. like her vibe. I like, like yeah. you know, how, how her own rapping, like, is subtle, is low, is not like... Her and Ruby Rose be like, sometimes I can't tell the difference, but... Mm. But that's exciting. It's like exciting to see her and Nicki Minaj do um, a song together. I'm proud of Nicki for everybody mm-hmm. that was saying, oh, Nicki don't collaborate with girls. Nicki do that. Nicki do that. And I'm just like... Do you think because she got so much pushback regarding that situation has not made her more open? Or was it that she wasn't ready then? I think or the girls did no not have the to. talent to be that's on the song true. with Nicki Minaj. Okay. I honestly think that it just was like, because who, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, who were the girls that came Back out that people was like, Nicki don't collaborate with girls. With, that's true. I just had to collaborate with Tink or somebody, Dreezy, like no shade, no tea, but like. They're not yet at that level. They're not there for her, and they haven't had a song that she would hop on. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, So let's talk about Bill Cosby. Um, So what's going on with him? Because last week we did speak about how he's going to be released. Um, But apparently he's dropping a documentary and well, a comedy special. Yes, he's going to go on a comedy tour. I find that quite hilarious that he's gonna who who's gonna go who's gonna buy those tickets to People the co- will. like People I get the documentary like I actually do want to see the documentary oh, yeah. whatever whatever it's about you know what I mean if it's about the case his life whatever I want to watch it but what is his comedy gonna be about what what jokes you gonna make he gonna joke about how y'all thought he was gonna die in jail but like, he back. Ooh, because I'm telling you he dare not because then that's gonna be some big uproar like he dare not make no any type of joke we. Relating. That's been his life for like the past five years. He's going to make some jokes about it. And like, yeah, you too, OG. What comedy tour you? Well, I guess he need the money. He paid all this lawyer yeah. fees. He need the money. Well, it says, I'll say this. It says he's looking to launch a new comedy tour. So he might not be okay. on the thing. He might be producing one. Okay, okay. And okay. now the question is, would you 
go on the Bill Cosby comedy tour. Like, if you were a comedian, you was up and coming, and Bill Cosby, you know, he saw the potential, and he said, I want you on my tour. You're funny. You'll, you'll sell tickets. Would you do it? Yikes. Up and coming. You've been working so hard. Yeah. You feel like this is, you're finally catching a break. That's hella exposure. Whether this they like the you, they not, people going to come it, see you. It is exposure. I mean, they, they, it is exposure. And they do say there's nothing like black publicity, right? Black, uh, bad publicity. Mm-hmm. So it is exposure, whether it's bad, good or not. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder who's going to be there. But, mm-hmm. Well, I guess let him live his life. He's old. So you didn't respond, though, would you? Would, oh, would I? Oh, you're at, really asking me personally? Um, I don't know. I actually don't know. It's something I'm going to have to, like, sit down and think about. Like, my initial thought is to say no. Like, damn. Right. Like, no. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. especially with the situation, like, you know, I yeah. would say no. But then it's like, sometimes as an artist, if you're desperate, you've been working so hard, you know what I mean? Right. So being a comedian, too, the platform is a little bit different for comedians. You know, it's not like making music. It's not like, you know... You're in a little, you know, a little movie, this and that. Like, I feel like the platform is, you know, how it's about how being a podcast is a little bit harder to really get your name yeah. out there. So I feel like it's similar with comedians, comedy. Comedy is you know? like that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like because I'm a woman, I wouldn't. But if I was a man, I probably might. Okay, yeah, and that that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. That really does make a big difference. As a woman, it's like no, it feel different as a woman. It definitely as a, does. As a man, you may be like, mm, you be like, man, this is just business. These hoes be like that, you know. And he's out anyway, and he served his time, right? You know, right. like. Yeah. It oh. would be different for that. Oh, Lord. Just, man, man, man. Anyway, today, we do have a topic today. We're not going to do. Oh, I thought we'd do topic first. Okay. Then a little. Oh, let's do a little. We could do a little. Right. Bad. I was like, I thought we'd do a little before the topic. It's though. been a minute since we had a topic. So I know, it's right? like, I'm like, damn, what's what's the flow? Anyway, Dami dropped the beat for the Lodo. An Lodo. Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Oh, Lord, Rabata. Goofass. Ah, uh, Safari Samuels. Safari Samuels, he is the Lodo of the week. So, Safari, you may know him as Dick Minaj's ex-boyfriend. Do they still know him as that? I or mean, hey, I'm trying to give him now. his little intro, you know, just in case you don't really know him. He's a rapper, okay? He was in Love and Hip Hop. Um, So, he's married to Erica Minaj. They've been married for, what, two years? A year? Yeah, two, maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe two. going on three. Yeah, they have a daughter yeah. that she's... Two. She's two. She just turned two. And Erica Mina recently had her son, and he's been in the new queue for about 10 days or so. But Safari's so out here being an ass. Like, he is going to clubs, making appearances with different women. Um, it's, it's his birthday, so he's turning up on the gram, you know, showing, like, the hotel room with happy birthday and all that. And, so, and uh, Erica Mina did make a post, like, how can you call yourself a father? Mm-hmm. And your son... You know how men are about their son. Like, oh, this is my legacy. This is my, my junior, seed. my yeah. seed. And that she said he's barely been to the hospital. Like, probably saw him when he was first delivered, but he's not. Because I feel like we have how a child in yeah. NICU. Like, you should be there. It should be both seven. parents. Unless if the parent has to work. But both of y'all should be there 24 So Y'all have the careers that will permit y'all to be there. Exactly. You know what I mean? So... But he's out here wilding out. I think it was a little clip video where you're trying to play the clip of what he was saying. Oh, so that was a situation of them being on Love and Hip Hop. Oh, um, they are on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, and it basically was talking about when Safari made that tweet that getting married to Erica was like, 
the biggest mistake of his life or some shit. So we could play that clip so y'all can hear how goofy he be sounding in real life. So oblivious and so in your own world and you forget that you're supposed to be my other half. We're supposed to be a team. Yeah, well, we're definitely not a team. Doesn't feel like it. I wouldn't take our wedding pictures and put it in the garbage. For what? What the hell were you thinking when you did that? You just tweeted to the world that I'm marrying me was your biggest mistake, and you worried about me dumping wedding pictures that I don't Yeah, because that's personal. That's real yeah, life. And so is that's real life. That's... You tweeted something. So it's not real life. I'm sorry. He's dumb. He's very, very dumb. He's... And I think he also said he didn't think marriage or being a father is going to be this hard. What did, what did you think it was going to be? I just can't deal with men that do not have any sort of accountability. It's 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 really ridiculous that at your grown ass age, Safari is upward nearing 40. Oh yeah, he's you a grown man. Going to sit here and say that just even a general concept cuz nobody can know how hard being a parent and a husband and a wife is until you are a parent and a husband yeah. and a wife. However, under a general concept of understanding what those things are, very basic shit is don't tweet that marrying me was the worst mistake. Very basic, be there for our child, especially if our child is born prematurely. So now it's like, did you get married? Did you have a child off the gram? He did. Like to look you for the gram to be like, oh, I'm doing, I'm a father too. I got a baby too. I got a cute baby and she's a, you know, mixed baby and I got <laughs> married to this hot Latina girl. Like, I'm really trying to think what, this was all he like He got married fake. to stay on Love and Hip Hop. Low key. Because what, at this point, what was his Love and Hip Hop story? It was him trying to get Erica Mina and all that. But exactly. now, it, it's, it's, it, now I really see how, I, you know, it's like I knew he was immature, but a part of me was like sort of rooting for him. Like, okay, he doesn't seem like a bad guy, you so, know? Yeah. But so, Safari. He's just a straight goofy. And it's just quite immature, you know, as an adult, as a man, to think that um, you being married or having a child is, you can't live the same type of life. I'm sorry, you just cannot. No, I don't think having a child or being married, your life is over. No, definitely not. You can still turn up, live your life, but it's not going to be the same. It's just, it's just not. You may be the type to go out every single day and come home at three a.m. You're gonna have to cut that shit back. You could still go out and every come so back at often. three a.m. You know what I'm saying? But it's not gonna be an every single day thing because you got a whole another human being, a child, a baby at that. You got two under two. And I would actually like to add a co-lodo to Lil Duvall for his tweet to Erica. Oh, yeah. Because, um, so if y'all don't know, Erica, you know, being Erica, was pissed and kind of tried to air out Safari for being at a party with Caitlin Garcia. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, And Lil Duvall decides to make a joke of like, one last week you were saying that's not your husband no more, y'all not married, so fuck him, but now you care. Um, and you know, she responded basically saying that why are you always in women business, like mind your business. Mm-hmm. And his response to her was, Hey, your postpartum is acting up. Oh, that's so insensitive. That's disgusting. That is because postpartum, that's some real stuff. So I think that is just so insensitive. Disgusting. How, how can you say something like that? So I'm, in my head, I'm thinking like, it's maybe he's not a father, but even father or not, I think nowadays postpartum, you know, that's been so much. There's so much awareness about that and just having a child, being pregnant, motherhood. It just shows how men don't respect women at all because even for the fact that she just had a baby, you can't even respect the fact that she just had a baby. A baby that is in critical care. Yeah, like you going back and forth on Twitter with the woman that just had a baby that's talking to her husband who's not there. Even Even if they aren't married anymore, the fact remains that I have your child, I'm the mother of your children, 
and we are in the hospital and you choose to be out going partying. Around. Yeah, that's that's the literally statement. partying, turning up for your birthday. I'm sorry, this should be the worst birthday of your, your life because your child, newborn, is in a hospital. It, it should never even dawn upon yeah. you to be like, oh, let me still turn up. Right. Somebody like, should be trying to get you a cupcake and nick you. That's what should be exactly. happening. That should be how you, you celebrate your birthday with the baby. It's quite ridiculous how this men are nowadays. It's really, it really and the, is. And, and the fact that that is not what men get shamed for, right? Because all these men are quiet. All these same men that, just like Lil Duvall did, would get on the internet to speak on Erica speaking on him, that will get on the internet to speak on women getting surgeries, women mm-hmm. wearing bonnets, women, whatever the fuck they want to speak on that women do, will not speak on that type of atrocity. Exactly. Where is T.I. in them? Because they'd they be quick to, you know, to support men who cheat and they're trying to get back their exactly. wife. Exactly. Like, oh, support him. He just, you know, he's trying to get back. He's trying to do better. But you would not, you know, keep it real with your fellow guys when they're doing wrong. Like, that's just bullshit to uh, me. Now that's, now, that's what you really call a Lulu. Goof ass. Goof ass. All right, now let's get into the topic. You guys, we haven't had a topic in a while, but I felt like this one was just so relevant. Um, and it just needs to be said. So you know what? We're going to talk to us. This is for us. For us, by us. FUBU. For the people, dear black people. (laughs) Dear black people, it is time for us to have a memorandum on the culture. Yeah. Okay? Um, So let's start with what's going on with Turkey Leg Hut um, out in Houston. So Turkey Leg Hut is a popular Houston restaurant known for, you know, as the name says, their turkey legs. Um, Now, it's kind of like a local spot but also gives a lot of date party brunch vibes because you know yeah. they be having the things or whatever now i personally have not been there but from a lot of people i talk to as well as social media it's understood that it's popping like lines are always around the corner mm-hmm. it's hot it's just that type of vibe so recently on social media they decided to um make a list of rules as to what the new dress code would be um, and the new dress code to me was pretty much stuff that you, I don't know, should abide by anyway. They didn't ask for too much. Yeah. You said no cleavage. Yeah, no cleavage, no swimsuit yep. tops or bottoms. Nothing, yeah, exactly. Nothing showing your bottoms, no saggy pants, no over baggy clothes. No wife beaters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean... I, I think basic um, dress like a human being is you know, also dress etiquette to a public space a restaurant because they also did you know um, put out a message saying that they're also they're also a family restaurant as well yes you know so yeah they may have day parties and brunches whatever but they also want to uphold this family restaurant where you could bring kids your family to and you don't want kids looking at asses do you want to read the list real yes quick? so it's all body parts must be completely covered no swimwear no exposed undergarments including sports bras panties or anything resembling these items no house attire including no wave caps bonnets do rags bandanas house shoes or shower caps no excessively revealing clothing. This includes distressed and ripped clothing. Um, and no obscene language or baggy clothing. And it's crazy because we black people are the same face. We're the same one that we will go to a specific setting. Like we'll either go there super dressed up to the T like you go into a club. And also go there like you just coming out of, coming out of bathroom. Coming out exactly. of uh, waking up from the bed. Exactly. Like you will legit see those two kinds of people in the same restaurant. And the funny thing to me is that 
I hate when we get outraged over stuff like this because at the end of the day, as black people, we know we avoid places that have people that look like exactly what this list does not want. Mm -hmm. Like, tell the truth. You be wanting to go out, but you're not going to go to somewhere that allows Ray Ray with his wife beaters and saggy stuff. Because you're going to look and be like, damn, he look, he got the burner on him. Like, mm -hmm. you, we inherently make these judgments of when we yeah. want to go out as yeah. well. So why do we get so mad? When these establishments enforce them. But, gee, people are going into the restaurant because they were like, well, you know, they're bringing out this list because the, the you know, the, the restaurant's owned by a couple. So, they're like, you know, the husband, he's known for fucking, you know, um, guests in a bathroom and stuff. Hmm. So, they're like, you know, I guess the wife is the one that's mad about the whole no cleavage because, um, you know, the husband. No tantalizing the husband. Exactly. But it's just like, girl, bye. Whether that's true or not, still, I do believe they should uphold a certain standard for their restaurants, okay? And it's just, as black people, can we just look good? Can we look decent? Can we have and own an establishment that is up to part, that does not look like some dirty shack? I just think that the whole idea of this being called black respectability politics is wrong. Mm -hmm. um, because that's not what respectability politics is. Respectability politics is the idea that someone does not deserve to be respected or treated, treated with dignity or kindness because of the level of which they are in life. Yeah. And I think that for us to feel like anytime we put social norms or social etiquette norms on black people for it to now be like, you just trying to make us assimilate to the white man is the craziest notion to me. And it shows how how we as people keep on uplifting the white man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if you align, you know, social norms, etiquette, looking good, having good manners, you know what I'm saying, being proper to being white, you see them as a god. Exactly. So you see yourself as beneath, that you're not supposed to be held to that standard at all. Like, how dare we expect black people to have manners? How dare we expect black people to speak proper, you know, to know how to dress, to act right, okay? To not be loud and ghetto in, in every setting. How dare we expect that from how ourselves? How dare we expect that from And that's why I'm like, I just don't understand why we can't have those honest conversations without it becoming a slanderous thing. Like... That's why I still don't understand why y'all are so mad at Monique because she said don't wear bonnets in public. Like, is it wrong to not wear housewear in public? It's not wrong. And I think they're mad that, you know, because she's specifically something to black women. But who else should be the one to tell us black women how to, to do better? That's if not from thing. a black woman. How would y'all feel if it was a white actor, a white comedian who was like, oh, I be seeing all this black women always coming in with their funny hats on. It's going to be a bigger hat. insult. You know what I'm saying? So, of hat. course, it should come from Monique. No, that's a fact. That you is another mean? thing that we do have to give space for our elders to speak to us. Just to speak to us. You know, because, okay, moving moving along in this regard, um, it's just this idea that everything is anti-black. Mm, you mm. know, like, everything is racism. And I think that we really, as a community, have to be more selective, especially in this day and age, on how we're labeling these acts. Yeah. Because it's, it's going to become like a cried wolf situation yeah. soon. Like, if we mad about every little thing the things that we want to get mad about they're not gonna take us seriously about i mean shakari is a big it's a big example with this whole marijuana situation now yeah. if we want to talk about marijuana and drugs and the olympics that's a whole different topic 
yeah. right? You know what I mean? We know marijuana is not a drug enhancing. It's not an enhancing drug. It's not going to enhance you, going to make you run faster. It's not right. going to make you do any of those things. And just the law around marijuana, that's a whole different topic, you know what I mean, and the criminalization of it. But just simple sports, simple Olympics, simple athletes, just simple knowledge stuff. We all know this. Even as a high schooler, you do know. And college student, you do know you're not supposed to use any type of drugs exactly. as an athlete. So now when this whole situation happened, it became an anti-black thing. Exactly. And it wasn't even it wasn't one of those. You know, like um, the Olympics, yes, the Olympic committee, they're known to do some bogus racist stuff, you know, because we talked about it last week as the Olodo, the Tokyo Olodo, yes. um, they were the Olodo of the week because they didn't want um, there to be Soul Caps, and Soul Caps is a company making swimming caps for Afro, for basically athletes with Afro-ethnic hair. Right. You know what I mean? Now, that is anti-black, anti-brown, exactly. you know what I'm saying? But with this situation... We so thirsty. We so thirsty to get on social media to be like, fight for the people. We black and this. And, and this is like, so I'll be saying marijuana is aligned to blackness again. And, and that's the thing. It's like, I think that we trivialize who we are as black people mm. um, by just aligning everything negative or saying things like, you know, I am not allowed to do this is a way of them trying to hide my blackness. Mm -hmm. Because to me, I feel like those things are like, we have to stop um, aligning socioeconomic things with cultural things, mm -hmm. right? Just because people of our culture are, you know, subjected to this, it is not necessarily a cultural thing, mm -hmm. right? An example of that being like, you know, as I've spoken, people wearing Jordans to funerals and shit like that. That is, to me, I feel like people just, some people just don't know how to dress in formal settings because they've never been exposed to formal settings. Yeah. Granted, most black people, because of systematic racism and whatever, have never been exposed to that. But that does not mean the idea of dressing that way should just inherently be a black cultural thing. Yeah. That's not our, it's not our culture. You get what I'm saying? We still are able to have formal events. It yeah. just don't fit into a formal lifestyle. And I think also that as black people, we are, we are diverse. Within ourselves, yeah, you know, our culture is diverse, and not even and just speaking about Black American culture alone, not even including any other Black, you know, culture, right. but Black American culture, we are diverse. So yeah, with the Jordan thing, but just because you know, and as you said, that's also a socioeconomic thing as well, right? You know what I mean? Like Black people who are well off, you know, who lived in, you know, in. Um, um, wealthy communities, they wouldn't wear Jordans. So, exactly. You know, they wouldn't. So Jordan should not just be, yes, it is part of our culture in the sense that, okay, it is common and is, you know, something that we wear a lot, but it's, it's not just all we are. We tend exactly. to align ourselves with one thing. Exactly. That's not thing. Like, black people, we're not just one thing. We're just, we're not. We're just not. We have different interests because we all come from different backgrounds and all of those things are inherently black, you know, because, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, that kind of, puts me to thinking about like how we dismiss certain types of black people mm -hmm. um even as we spoke about earlier with gabby thomas um and i was kind of like alluding to the fact that i don't think she got enough attention because she looks like a regular suburban black girl you know she went to harvard she goes yeah. to harvard so it's like not saying that girls that go to harvard don't have a certain aesthetic but a girl who live in louisiana and go to LSU is going to have a different aesthetic than a black girl who goes to Harvard and maybe has had to, who, who has aligned with a different form or a different style. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She's preppy. And she got a PhD? You know what I'm saying? Like she's, okay, she, come on now. she doesn't have different colored hair, different colored nails. Like what if she, she just has like a regular manicure, pedicure and, a, you know, 
a, a black sewing. You know, and, and just that's fine. real quick, I just want to even read little things about her. Um, she's a graduate of Harvard University. She studied neurobiology and global health as an undergrad. While at Harvard, she won 22 conference titles across her three years of men and athletes. Um, what else did she do? She signed a contract with New Balance and Ton Pro in October 2018. So as she said, you know, she is, I think in a way we black people, we don't like to hear like success stories. You know what I mean? Just like how they did the vice president, you know, it was like, yeah. oh, she ain't from the hood, you know, she it's don't know how exactly. it is to be from the bottom. She didn't pull herself up, you know, with her own bootstraps and all that. She wasn't in the, you know, like, exactly. it, like it's only it's, excellent no, no if it was horrible. Exactly. Like, come on now, like not every one of us comes from suffering. Some well, of us had legacy. Of suffering. It's different types of suffering. I think that there's also this huge idea that if you weren't poor, you didn't suffer. Yeah, yeah. There's different types of suffering. You don't know, God forbid, you don't know if she had to overcome somebody in her family having an illness. And just because I wasn't poor, I didn't grow up in a ghetto, it does not mean that my story cannot be highlighted. It yeah. does not mean that I cannot be given my flowers or props or awards or kudos for excelling in something because I also worked hard, whether I was poor or not. Exactly. Because it, it just, it ends up being a thing where, you know, where people say, people say people are hustling backwards now. People are trying to find themselves in these communities so that they can feel like they have an authentic mm-hmm. lifestyle to bring to their table of blackness, right? Yeah. Like people are searching the hood friends or people are searching going to these parties they don't have no business being in just so yeah. they can say they was in the trenches or in the exactly. whatever. Exactly. I don't say they're black people, let's stop competing who's black enough. You know what I'm saying? Because we do this competition like, oh, you don't know this, or you ain't about this life, you ain't black enough. Exactly. And back to what we just said, if you ain't suffer, you ain't black enough. Or if you don't listen to this type of music or dress a certain way or speak this certain lingo, you ain't black enough. When clearly I'm black as hell. Exactly. And then, okay, black people, let's have a real conversation <laughs> about the legacies that we create. And by legacies we create, I mean... Um, we got to get a control of cancel culture. Mm. We do have to get a, con- a control of cancel culture because white people don't do that. White people do not cancel nothing. All the stuff they little heroes do, they condemn them. They say, you bad. Boy, they be forgiving themselves, G. But they would never say all them Woody Harrison movies, them shit's still streaming. Gee, Woody. Gee, there's a whole documentary about Woody, about uh, him and... It's a yeah. whole documentary about his nonsense. About how he basically was raping his daughter. And he like, he, he raised her. Exactly. Yes. He li- literally raised her to be his wife. And he whatever. Was raping his actual biological daughter. Oh, Jesus Christ. It, it, it's a very disgusting. Is he canceled? No. All the what about, uh, what's this, what's this guy? Harvey Weinstein. Harvey, what's this other one? Um, this musical, this music legend in Vegas with the hair. Oh, Elvis? Elvis. I can't think what happened. He too, his girlfriend, the little girl, who was he dating? And she was 13. Oh, his daughter, his wife. Yeah. yeah, she was 13. I'm talking about not a kill bill has been removed, not nothing. So it's like nothing. When we cancel people, what is the what are we trying to achieve in canceling? Who are we canceling? And who's deciding this? Yeah. And not to say that, you know, one should not take accountability. Not to say that one should not receive backlash for mm-hmm. negativity, that we should not, you know, scold our own. We definitely should. You know, uh, but it's like, to what level? Like, 
till today, I still talk about Chrisette Michelle because she sang the national anthem for Trump. She's had her career has not been the same. Has not been this, like she just never got another opportunity. And I think that what we have to realize is like when we keep erasing our legends' legacies under cancel culture, it makes it that much harder for somebody else to come and create a new one. Yep. Because you've erased the lane. Yep. And that's why we can't even focus on a movement. Because we're all over the place. Yes. You know, as black people, we're just all over the place. That's why it's hard. And that's why it's taking longer for us as a group of people in every aspect of our lives, whether it's an education, a career, you know, for us to be respected as human beings. It's hard for us to really move forward. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for our, our lives to be different. It's hard for even white people to really respect and take us seriously. Right. Because our mouth, our eyes is everywhere. Because, yeah, we, we say we want something. Like, there's just too many different goals. Everybody wants something different. Everybody wants a different thing. Everybody, you know, from the conspiracy theorists to... You know, it just is too much. It's like there's not one. We don't have any leaders. Yeah. We just don't have a leader. And there's nobody that I feel like I respect enough fully to say like, oh, if they kind of put a, a stamp on it or they say it, then I could believe it. It's sad, though. I'm trying to think about what went wrong. Like, what is the difference between, you know, like Martin Luther King's and those leaders, civil rights uh, leaders and today? Like what? What? What is the missing link? Sacrifice. Mm. The thing is, and this is this is the the fact of the matter. Once people started um, becoming content with what they had, you know, it, it became like they don't want to sacrifice what they have or what they could have. Yeah, yeah. You know, back when when our you know civil rights leaders were fighting, they had, they didn't have much to roll with. Yeah. You know, today. We seeing people be millionaires off TikTok, off of. Do we easily sell ourselves out? Of course. Yeah. Of course, of course, and a lot of it, I hate to say it, is our men. It's the dynamics that our black men have with our black women that continue to sell us out. Mm. And it's and it's also the dynamic that us black women have with our black men that continue to sell us out because we do not protect. Love and respect each other at all. We really don't. I feel like we are the one race that we disrespect each other to the highest level, publicly. both privately and publicly. Publicly, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 a whole nother level. It, it's it's ridiculous. It, it really is. You know what I mean? Because that's why even when I think about Prince Harry and um Megan, Princess, you Megan. know the the love he has for her, the way that he publicly honors her and doesn't yes. even allow the queen or you know. The the royal family to dis to disrespect her is quite amazing, you know yeah. what I mean. And we don't really see that within our black people because I'm just so tired that when you see situations, the first thing people will say, "Oh, as black, even in reality TV shows, as black people, we supposed to do this. We supposed to empower each other. We supposed to, but we don't do that at all." It's just kind of like, because we, like, you know, as black women, we do slander black men too much publicly. We but do. I also feel I'm like as black men, it's, it's y'all make fun of us too yeah. much. Our beauty regimen, like, I really find offense to how much black men make fun of our beauty regimens. Because it's like, it is specifically black people, black women's beauty regimens. Like, white women wouldn't do this, Latina women wouldn't do this, because we don't have the same DNA. Mm -hmm. So for y'all to just make it seem like there's something wrong in how we keep ourselves up, yeah. it's like y'all making it seem like these black bitches, they just ugly as fuck. But y'all don't talk about how white women tan. 
Like a lot of white women tan like all tan the time and they be dripping everywhere and stuff. But you don't see white boys getting on there to make funny videos about how white girls be dripping uh, on all the fucking White place. women, they wear weaves, okay? Yes. They put they have sew-ins and glue-ins, like basically similar ass method, G. Like really. They have yes. the same thing. They also be gluing their tracks. I've seen some white women where you see the little tracks hanging a little bit. They but do you, you everything don't see, we do. Exactly. But you don't see white men, as you said, on social media publicly saying, why do white women do this? Or yeah. why do white women look like this? They wake up looking this way and this and oh, that. y'all need to stop with that Botox. They got y'all looking like... like they sure they, don't like, do that. No and white women do have Botox. And Asian women do all type of shit to themselves. Girl, I'm but, sorry. Like, they're the worst. Yeah. They're they the ones who have the biggest transformation. Gee, they be looking like porcelain dolls if you watch their videos on youtube they look like a 60 year old grandma they transfer trans transform to a 20 year 21 year old hot babe like they change their features they put in fake makeup yes. glue and everything to make the noise they tape in their face and putting stuff over it's, it's but again really you don't true. see the asian men you know make fun of that that's not their claim to fame but no. all of all of the black male creators their claim to fame is making fun of black women that is a claim to fame, really. And you know what I'm saying? And, and black women, a lot of black women bloggers or video, whatever the fuck they call themselves doing, yeah. their claim to fame is, these niggas ain't shit. Niggas da 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 yeah. And it's yeah. like, yes, I have been on the record telling y'all that niggas ain't shit, but that's just because that's a fact of life. <laughs> 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 but when I say niggas ain't shit, I just generally mean male is a gender. Because mm-hmm. all men equally aren't shit. Yeah. It's not yeah. just black men. Exactly. But, you know, and I think overall we've been trying... To, I think we're aware of what we see about about men in general. Yes. You know, it's also from our personal experiences. You know what I mean? But we still try to. I feel like we've had moments where we've uplifted black men. Of you know course, we, we balance it exactly. You know what I mean? But we don't make a career out of saying every day we saying black men ain't shit. Like specifically, exactly. black men ain't shit. You guys are like we don't do that, and we just really don't support each other. It's crazy how you just you see. Black men just publicly beating women outside with no fear, nothing. Having multiple baby mamas, <sighs> destroying black family units. I don't know. As um, you know, dear black people, we just we need to do better. We need to hold ourselves to a certain standard. Now we also do idolize the wrong things. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We put the wrong things as number one. Again, I always say this. I'm not a fan of Lil Uzi and them putting the pink jewelry in the middle of their forehead you know what i'm saying um what's his name kodak black throwing um yeah. thousands of dollars to in the water like that's nothing hip-hop's we, obsession and black people's obsession with having money to waste is the most weird it's the weirdest thing having money to just to buy jewelry to, to purposely to waste. waste yeah like the whole culture of i can blow money i can throw money i can spend a million on a on a bag on oh I wanted this type of donut today, so I flew to Brazil to get, like... But you don't own a house. But you've not given back to your community. Yeah, like, we're the only culture that, like, finds value in that. And when we say give back to community, we're not talking about passing out turkeys on Thanksgiving, G. That's not... And just only doing, oh, back to school. Back to school. Giving out um, um, book bags, that's it. I mean, yeah, that's something. We're not taking away from that. But some people, that's just where it ends, knowing that you have millions and millions of dollars. Like, you guys have, I feel like what I was saying, you know how we do say that we should not look up to, you know, athletes or rappers yeah. to be our civil rights leaders, because they're not, okay? But, you know, what the leaders back in the day didn't have, they didn't have the resources. 
Right. They didn't have the money, the opportunity, the platform to really make things move forward because they weren't allowed to. But now as an athlete, uh, a successful black public figure, you have the resources, the money, okay? You have the platform. You you have it to really make the difference in your community. Then I think you should do it. Because I think that we don't value, like, education enough Mm-mm. um and not education in necessarily the traditional way but education and just being knowledgeable about what you're talking about yeah i think a lot of people don't do any research that they literally watch a couple youtube videos a couple conspiracy videos maybe hear three or four tiktok something circulating and then propagate it as facts um, you know, all these people that have money and want to do all these turkey drives, your money might have better been used if you would actually collaborated with your city alderman and seen the gaps in your community. Yeah. And it's just kind of like this this idea that we cannot elevate, right? Like, at some point, we have to find politicians that we can trust. Yeah. At some point, we have to find medical professionals that we can trust or create them, right? Like, even if we establish we don't fuck with these people, yeah. we got to create it. Let's create resources. Let's create more after-school matter, you know, events for students and, you know, build more buildings for stu- for students to feel free, you know, for them to go to educate themselves, for them to release their stress so that they're not going to gangs, you know, they're not going to the streets. You know, let's give more food into the community. Let's just do more things. I feel like we black people, we are selfish individuals. You right. know what I mean? And this is just, even as a whole as the black people in general africans as well we are really selfish it's more like when we got it it's for us and that's it, it ends right yeah. there we ain't helping the next person we, we we are not helping the next person at all you know and, and 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 it's quite unfortunate i went out um with one of my good friends one day and um we went to this soleil restaurant so you know it's a small mm. it's a really small restaurant but it's, it's popping the lines belong and one thing that he did i was just like oh wow that's really good you know, he gave her uh, a business card, and he was like, here, this business card, you could contact them. They'll help you on, you know, how to, like, you know, with, you know, business ideas, how to get a business loan and how to expand your business. Because oh, it's, nice. it's, really, it's a really good restaurant. Like, mm-hmm. it could really become something big. So he was like, here, basically just kind of give her some information. Here's the plug. Resource yeah. to be like, you're doing something good, but let me help you make it better. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, as a black person, I'm like, that is an upstanding black because like do. every other neighborhood, I hate to say it like this, every other neighborhood that you know is like a Hispanic neighborhood or a Chinese neighborhood or whatever, they are called that because they bonded together by community. Black neighborhoods are called black neighborhoods because all of us are in poverty because together. Because it's poor. That's it. It's not because we built a black community nope, amongst ourselves. No, nope, no. Nope. Look at Chinatown. Like there are nice ass restaurants in Chinatown. It's a popping area. It is. And that's because they came together and they invested in each other. You know what I'm saying? Even we Africans that we've migrated to this country, we Africans have been in this country for so many years. There's no one African called Lagos Town, no African nation, African whatever, something. We just be doing Afrofusion every every That's it. We just go to club. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And black neighborhoods is black because it's poor. Because it's poor. Not because of anything else. Not because, like, oh, this is where the culture is at. You know what I'm saying? It's not because this is where the black store is. You know, like, the you know, the black store, the black books. The resources. The resources. This is where the Juneteenth Festival is for sure going to be here. Because this is where the black spot is. Mm -mm. None of that. No. None of that. We just all have to really do better as, as a community. And it's like, maybe, you know better as a community and you know we just felt that who else than us to tell you all to tell us to talk to us this is a family meeting right now 
We need to keep it real with ourselves. Because who, if not us, who else? Come on now. Exactly. And we, we know we hate it if white people say anything. Exactly. If somebody of any other race say anything about how we are, how we conduct ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you can't even blame them. Because we give them the room to talk. We give them the room. We, by our actions, we show them like, oh, yeah, we, we be acting dumb as hell. You know what I mean? Exactly. But when they say something, we mad about it. We like, oh, it's racist. Oh, how dare they talk about us black people? They know nothing about us. Nothing. Like no, we, come we on. We have to grow. We just have to grow as people. We do. And we need to grow and we need to take hold of our, our history, you know, um, of how we want to evolve as human beings, how we want to evolve as Americans. You know what I mean? Because, you know, as black people, sometimes we feel like American only, we, you know, it only relate, relates to whiteness. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you don't really, you know, get the benefits of being an American. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But how do we want to get those benefits? How do we want the term American? How do, how do we want it to affect us? How do we want it to play a role in our lives? Exactly. We need to take hold of our history, of our culture. We need to write it the right way, authentically. You know, we need to stop letting these white people take hold of our culture, of our history, and rewriting it and taking it out of um, history books or not. You know what I mean? Like... Have pride in ourselves as we, people. We do. We, we need to carry ourselves in a different way. And just, like, love ourselves. And as my good Auntie Monique would say, I love us for real. For real. Come on. All right, y'all. Um, speaking of loving us, so let's go to our care for the culture this mm-hmm. week. First of all, if y'all did not think the first African-American contestant to win the National Spelling Bee was going to be our care for the culture, then you okay. have not been listening to Cross Culture. Because this has all the components I love. It has spelling, it has African-American, yes. and it has little girls doing the most black cute girl black girl magic shit. Okay, um, so our care for the culture this week is none other than Miss Zayla Avangard, who is the first African American contestant to win the National Spelling Bee. Um, and the word that she spelled correctly that won her the crown was Mariah. That is spelled M U R R A Y A, and that is a type of tree. Zayla um, is a girl, 14 year old from New Orleans. Um, and she's just like a regular girl. I just love it that when they started interviewing her, they said that, um, you know, she literally just decided, hmm, I'm just going to be in the spelling bee. And she already did it. This national spelling bee began with 209 spellers, ranging from the range 9 to 15 from five countries, the U.S., Bahamas, Canada, Ghana, and Japan. You see, wow. see Nigeria can't be there. Ghana is there. Nigeria is not there. Um, and only 11 contestants made it to the final on Thursday. Um, so, yeah, that is a major, major accomplishment. Zayla now holds. <laughs> I was excited. Sorry. No, it's cool. I also wanted to shout not only is Zayla an ex- excellent speller, she's an amazing basketball player, and she was the Guinness World Record title holder for most bounce juggles in one minute. Okay, look at her. She Talk is, about black girl magic. She is all of that, and she makes me so excited for the future, because if she's doing all of this at 14, baby, what are you going to do at 24? Exactly, and see, we need to allow that to continue to grow. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You know, we need to create the environment for where 
that would continue to strive for the best, you know, and other young girls and boys like her could do the same and even more. Exactly. So that is amazing. Congrats to her. Thank That's you, Zyla, for really setting an example. Boom. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. I wish, like, I, I've always said, like, if I went to grammar school here, I wanted to be, like, I would have liked to be, like, and do, like, spelling bee and stuff, because I like spelling as a kid. I was in the spelling bee. I told you I was cheated. Oh, for real? Yeah. I came in, I was in, like, top three, but then this girl was crying so bad that she got out, they gave my prize to her. She she was, like, the fifth one out. Damn. Yeah, girl, it was a thing. Sorry. I Shoot. know, right? They played me. <sighs> anyway, y'all, um, that is it for our topic for Dear Black People, and I'm just going to end it with a quote. <sighs> okay. In a free society, government reflects the soul of its people. If people want change at the top, they will have to live in different ways. Our major social problems are not the cause of our decadence. They are a reflect- reflection of it. So you know what? Sometimes, you know, we just can't always blame the, blame the government because also we the people, you know, we also put them there. You know what I mean? They're a reflection of us as individuals, as a nation. So this is to our Nigeria, to America, to all over the world. As people, we just need to do different so that we can have better leaders. Amen. For mm-hmm. real. Y'all, and this is Cross Culture. Let me know if you ain't got that NSFW. Now it's safe to finish what we started. Person-